0: For our God's Word for Today devotional today, let me read to us Psalm 59 verses 1 to 17. Welcome and good morning to each one of you. Psalm 59 verses 1 to 17. Deliver me from my enemies, O my God. Protect me from those who rise up against me. Deliver me from those who work evil and save me from bloodthirsty men. For behold, they lie in wait for my life, first men. Stir up strife against me. For no transgression or sin of mine, O Lord. For no fault of mine, you run and make ready. Awake, come to meet me and see. You, Lord God of hosts, our God of Israel, rouse yourself to punish all the nations. Spear none of those who treacherously Plot evil, Selah. Each evening they come back, howling like dogs and prowling about the city. There they are, bellowing with their mouths, with swords in their lips. For who, they think, will hear us? But you, O Lord, laugh at them. You hold all the nations in direction. O my strength, I will watch for you. For you, O God, are my fortress. My God in his steadfast love will meet me. God will me look. Will let me look in triumph on my enemies. Kill them not, lest my people forget. Make them tatter. By your power and bring them down, O Lord, our shield. For the sin of their mouths, the words of their lips. Let them be trapped in their pride. For the cursing and lies that they utter. Consume them in wrath, consume them till they are no more. That they may know that God rules over Jacob. To the ends of the earth, Selah. Each evening they come back, howling like dogs and prowling about the city. They wonder about for food and growl if they do not get the feel. But I will sing of your strength. I will sing aloud of your steadfast love in the morning. For you have been to me a fortress and a refuge in the day of my distress. O my strength, I will sing praises to you. For you, O God, are my fortress, the God who shows me steadfast love. David again expressed that God is his fortress for you, O God. Are my fortress. This psalm um, is alluded to David's experience when he escaped from Saul's plot to kill him. Saul sent men to watch the house in which David lived with his first wife, Michael. Michael was Saul's daughter. So Saul wanted to kill him and he set men to watch him in his house in order to murder him. This story is found in 1 Samuel chapter 19, verses 11 to 17. Saul was very angry that he had been rejected by God. And he was so jealous of David. In 1 Samuel chapter 15, we can read that story as well as in 1 Samuel chapter 19. Though David had done nothing wrong, Saul was determined to have him killed. Years later in the New Testament, we read that the Pharisees and the wicked Jewish leaders sought to kill Jesus for no reason at all, for no apparent reason that he has done evil. Jesus was sinless. He has no sin. They cannot point any wrong for Jesus and done. Jesus was an innocent lamb, yet they wanted to kill him. And this is the really amazing story of the gospel that we are sinners. Nothing good can good can God um, get from us. There's nothing good in you and in me that God can get from us. Yet, He loved us. He died for us while we were yet sinners. He was sinless. He did not commit any sin. And God gave Him to us as the substitute for us. That's why the gospel is quite mind-boggling because by His grace, he loved us unconditionally. And if you have not received Jesus as yet, I hope that you will be encouraged to receive him because Jesus was the sinless lamb, the lamb of God who died for your sin in order for you to receive forgiveness. And he allowed this to happen, that he was crucified, accused by wicked men for no reason at all, no sin that they can found or they can find in him. Now, in this psalm, David pleaded God for protection. We see that in verse 1. He recognized the conspiracy against him. He referred his enemies as evil, bloodthirsty, and fierce. David will repeatedly depict them as a pack of savage wild dogs. In verse 6 and in verse 14 and 15, you can just imagine the Fierceness of the enemy of, for enemies of David. So he prayed with imprecatory statements here. Now let's take note that he was not wishing harm, calamity, or judgment on someone. It was an appeal for the Lord to express his wrath against evil. In Psalm 35, chapter 58 and chapter 137, we can see the same tone of prayer, imprecatory prayer. A key point of these prayers is that they are not plans to enact revenge nor excuses for repressal. Instead, the appeal to God for His divine intervention. So in other words, it was an appeal for God's justice. And when God will judge, it is always commensurate to the evil that He did. Now, when a person... Will take vengeance in his arms. Sometimes he will do more harm than what is just for what people had done in their lives because of anger and bitterness in their hearts. So when David prayed this imprecatory prayer, he was not saying that he will take vengeance, but he was just asking for God to righteously judge these people. The enemies are howling and bellowing. Their words are dangerous and violent the sharp weapons. Verses 1 to 6, Psalm 58. We can read that. In other words, the writings of Paul was really right when he said that corrupt words really hurt. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29 and 31. However, however, the, the psalmist himself. Turn this around into looking unto the, the power and the sovereignty of God, because he said in verse, in, in, in this psalm, that God is laughing, God will be laughing. And the same thing that he quoted in Psalm chapter 2, verse 4 to 9. But he who sits in the heavens loves, the Lord holds them in duration, God will terrify them in his fury. Shall break them with a rod of iron and dust them in pieces like a potter's vessel. So at the middle of this psalm, David shifted gear by focusing unto the Lord, not unto his enemies. He said that in verse nine to ten, o my strength I will watch for you, for you, O God, are my fortress. My God in His steadfast love will meet me. God will let me look in triumph on my enemies." he looked unto God who would give him victory similarly in the new testament the apostle paul writes but thanks be to god who in christ always leads us in triumphal procession second corinthians chapter 2 verse 14 that we are more than conquerors through him who loved us romans 8:37 even the apostle john who wrote revelation he says at the end of the tribulation this would be the end of their sufferings in this world during the during the time of judgment when jesus and his followers descend from heaven to the earth and jesus will really judge this world will vanquish his foes under his feet we read this story or this prophetical Narrative in Revelations of chapter 19, verse 17 to 21. In concluding this psalm, David resolved in verse 16 to 17, but I will sing of your strength. I will sing aloud of your steadfast love in the morning. Now, he was not grumpy, he was not complaining, but he said, I will sing because God is in control. He said, For you have been to me a fortress and a refuge in the day of my distress. Now, it no matter how the enemy will throw darts, fiery darts, unto us, as long as we are safe in him, because he's our fortress, he's our refuge. And David continued, Oh, my strength, I will sing praises to you. For you, O God, are my fortress, the God who shows me steadfast love. While his enemies are growling and bellowing like ferocious animals, David was singing. This displayed his complete confidence in the Lord's protection. No matter how scary is the threat, he anticipated victory and the opportunity to praise God once more. And that's why the, his writing Psalm 23 also is quite picturesque because he said, God provides me a table or a meal, or you can just see there in the presence of the enemies, he he is eating because he's secured by the protection of God. Perhaps these statements is a recollection of how the Lord has protected him when he was distressed sometime in the past, because he wrote this also in Psalm 3. Verses 1 to 3. So what does this mean to us today? We should follow David's example of looking unto the goodness of the Lord. Despite of the threat of the enemy, despite of how ferocious our enemy is, he will do everything to pin us down, to put us down. God is always on our side. He is a present help in times of trouble. So, like David, we must say in Psalm 27, verse 13, I had fainted, unless I believed, to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Our faith that God is in control, that he is completely on top of everything, this faith will keep us always at peace. There's that shalom, there's that serenity in our hearts, so that we could be like David. We will sing. In the morning, he will give us the song, even in the night. Father, we thank you for your word today. Bless us as we apply this in our lives today, Lord. Lord, we know that our enemy, unseen enemy, is relentless to pin us down, to discourage us, to disparage us. But thank you that you are victorious in Christ. Thank you that we are not fighting for victory, but from victory. Thank you that this morning... We can claim this victory in Christ. And Lord, help us that we will always feel the security and that we are safe in your arms. You are our fortress, Lord, our present help in times of trouble. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Mm-hmm.